0: Hello and welcome in this is the podcast builder versus buyer and I'm the host Adam Steiner this podcast is dedicated to the home building industry the goal is to bring builders and buyers together through advice and education get each side to understand a little bit better about what the other side is thinking feeling or why they're doing what they're doing this has been a crazy year and an even crazier year to start a business I don't know that I would recommend to too many people to start during a pandemic But it's what happened, and um, I've just embraced it. Uh, This being my last podcast of the year, um, I think this is 43 now that I put out this year, I felt it'd be nice to just recap the lessons I've learned from a year in business. It might not be too home-building-centric, but... um, As I've said before on the show, it's my podcast. And if you don't like it, go start your own. It's not too hard. Um, So let's get into it. Lessons I've learned from a year in business. I have five of them here that I feel like are either things I've learned the hard way or accidentally done right and been glad I did. Um, The first one is ask nicely. I I have been surprised at the amount of yeses I get. From people to guests on my podcast or people that are hosting podcasts that allowed me to be a guest i I don't know if there's just this natural kinship in content creators and everybody knows what it feels like to be starting out and that that grind that you get through to get over the hump to uh, you know start to get get noticed and gain a following and all that i'm I'm not sure but i I don't know maybe it's just the um, genuine goodness of most people, but like there, there's been a, I've been personally surprised by the amount of people that I've asked that don't know me at all, have no reason to interact with me other than I found them on a social channel and the amount of people that have been really nice and helpful and jumped right in and said, yes, I'll be a guest on your podcast. I'd love to spend an hour of their time to hang out with me, share some good information. Like it, it was just surprising. So i would say if you're starting a business even if you're not going to be heavy into content creation like i am, i would still say to ask people for help in areas that you know you need help in and you would be surprised at how many genuine nice answers and help you get. Um number 2 here is more on the, the practical front the the tactics, but I would say always be sales ready. So I started early on actually posting my pricing on my website, I wanted to do flat fee and minimize scope. And so um, I had pricing for what I would charge to design a floor plan, both schematic design and construction documents. That was a little hard to maintain because things are really different between markets and people's needs are really different. So it was hard that being constrained to that number wasn't helpful. But what is helpful, and what I learned this from my sales side on the, the home selling front as well, is what was really helpful was to always be ready to close a sale at any point in time in any conversation. So whether that's the first conversation I've had with a potential client or a potential builder and they want me to do new drawings for their home, I always had in the back of my mind, okay, this is what i can quote them for a price for this job this is what i can quote them for a time frame a turnaround and then i have my process in my back pocket i know the steps that it's going to take and i'm going to quote them that as well so to always have that ready to go it's sales time got to get your sales hat on and close a deal um it led to a lot of deals being closed because, because I was ready. There wasn't the back and forth. There wasn't the gray area. There wasn't the, the the times where I did let gray area slip in and say, Oh, send me your project and I'll send you a quote. More often than not, they didn't even email me their project. They got distracted, got off to doing something else. And some of these were even people I personally knew you know no no work came out from that but the the jobs where I said, I will do this project for x amount of dollars. I can have you the first draft in two weeks, and my process from first draft to final construction documents is this the times I did that, my close rate was extremely high, so if you're at any business be sales ready, think about at any point in conversation getting to the crucial steps in closing a client, which is price time frame, process. Don't overcomplicate it. Get that in your head. Number three, say yes until you need to start saying no. Okay. There's, I'm, I'm kind of contradicted on this one because I will say that there is something very, very beautiful, especially as a business owner to saying no to potential work. Because that means you've honed in on what you do well and what you don't do well. And you're not trying to fit a square peg into a round hole by forcing yourself into a job that you know you're not going to succeed at. I think that's all good. But the first year of business, you may not know what those things are and you may not know what you like or don't like until you do it and then figure out what the time it took you, the margin you made on it. Um, So I would say in the first year, say yes way more than you say no, because for one thing, the simple, most obvious thing is if somebody has a potential job for you, saying yes is by far the easiest way to feed your family. Um, you, It's very, very hard to feed your family by saying no to potential jobs. Um, if you that's the first time you've heard that was this podcast, you might need more business coaching than just this. Um, so say yes to a lot of stuff. Here's here's an example is um, rendering work. So I, when I, I first started my company, I was like, I want to do concept design, like schematic design work, design people's dream homes, or design great plans for builders that I know people will love to live in. That was what I was really focused on. And I got a couple of projects where the builder said, I have five renderings for you. I just, I have the floor plans done. They're all in two-dimensional drawings. I would like a three-dimensional color rendering. And I said, yes. And, and quoted, you know, what, a pretty aggressive price, but it turned out that I actually really enjoyed that work. I like the rendering side of it because there's a lot less communication between you and the client. So it's, it's a little more streamlined as far as my hours to get into it. Um, and it's, it's kind of fun, relaxing to like, not be, not think, not tax the super creative part of my brain so much. Cause it's, the reality is I'm not super creative at all times in the day. And there's, there's times when I really welcome the work that isn't really creatively driven that can fill up my day so that I'm still making money at something where I'm not having to create something new is helpful. Then for the next time I need to be creative. Um, I I usually have a little bit more in store for that, if that makes sense. I don't know. That was said creative a lot in there, but I think you get it. Number four, this is another pretty obvious one, but I would say you need to hear it if you're going to start a business and you need to hear this more than once is you got to love it. And you got to love it so much that you're willing to spend your nights and weekends doing it. So here's a quick example. I felt like my website needed to be reformulated pretty early on in my business. I think this was like a year, uh, a month or two in. Um, I knew that I couldn't take the, my daylight hours to do that work because I had work coming in. I had stuff I needed to get done. So my weekend project turned into redoing my website. Fortunately, I love that part of the business. Web design is pretty fun for me. So it, it felt like a hobby and something fun that I got to do on my couch during a weekend is reformulating my website. Um, if things like that... If you wanna be a specialist and do just one specific thing in a business, work for somebody else. The Owning your own business is not the place for specialists. You may get there eventually, you know, after you grow, but early on, you are doing everything. You know, you have to be excited about bookkeeping and you have to be excited about the filing system on your computer and your marketing presence and your brand and what you're gonna post on LinkedIn tomorrow. like. I'm not saying you need to like all that stuff, but you better like some of it or business is going to be an uphill battle. Lastly, on that note of posting things on LinkedIn and doing all this other stuff is I've found doers win. So just the act of like making this podcast, I feel like has accelerated my business. And here's the funny thing. I get this question a lot. Um, have you seen any direct clients come from the podcast? And I'll be completely honest. The answer right now is no, I don't think there's any single client I have right now that first found me through the podcast and then decided to be a client of mine. That being said, this is, this is weird. And I've heard this from other business owners as well is like the second you start to do something, the ball just starts rolling. So when I started podcasting and started being more conscientious about posting on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn and all that stuff. Like the second I started to do that and that ball started rolling, the phone started ringing a lot more. Yes, it's possible. It's a coincidence. And I feel like I've been very, very blessed and lucky to have be in a situation where that's, that's the case. But also I think, I, I think in part it's because, because I'm actively making and doing it's a lot easier for people to interact with me and say, okay, this guy's on the up and up. He's worth a call. He's doing X, Y, and Z. They may never even listen to my podcast, but the fact that I have one and it's going is something that is just a small feather in my cap for a potential client. And they thinking, okay, if, if I'm exactly equal with another designer or architect out there and they say, am I going to choose between Adam or architect X like the, Things like this might swing in my favor. I don't I don't know this for a fact. This is all anecdotal, just a guess, but I've I've noticed that. And second, back to my original point of how like asking people for help has been so fruitful. I think part of that is because I'm doing something. I think people notice when you're putting in genuine sweat and energy and effort to make something it's a lot easier to help those people than it is somebody who's like doing nothing <laughs> and then um wants your help i quick example here is we now that my kids are in and out of school with the, the pandemic and we're doing a lot of like homework and and work with them my my daughter like will will look at a math problem and be like i can't do it can you please help me and my wife and I are like, you know what? It doesn't really look like you tried to do anything yet. It's just you didn't want to do anything yet and you want the quick, easy answer. So we're going to actually force you <laughs> to do a little work here before we jump in and immediately help you. Um, so I, I think there's something similar in the, the content creation world of, of people that are out there doing stuff will get yeses quicker than than others might. Well, that wraps up my my five things here. If you have any others, or if you're in the business longer than a year and you things that you learned on year five and year ten and year thirty, please reach out. Um I would love to share those um or just grow from those if if I if I can. Um so hit me up. I'm on Instagram at Builder Buyer, or you can email at info info at buildervsbuyer.com. dot com. Also, I run my own home design firm that's Burnham Design Co, B I R N A M Design Co. You can find me on the internet, or Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, all that fun stuff. So, please reach out. Also, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. I would really appreciate it. Last but not least, thanks to Andrew Michael Matter for the music.